Can I use magic? They, I thought they were all dead. Uh-huh. That, that was weird. That's the worst thing. Oh my god, how many have you had, man? Hardcore parkour Friday nights. Yeah. It's a rich role-playing experience. Previously on Atlas Stellarum, our heroes found themselves locked in deadly combat with a gigantic, fungus-infested beast. Fortunately, they were able to defeat it using the oldest trick in the book, running in the opposite direction. They made haste to their newly discovered portal and found themselves on a new planet. They weren't the first people to find this planet, though. Shortly after they arrived, they were greeted by a group of heavily armed soldiers. Will these new strangers turn out to be friend or foe? We're about to find out. All right, so uh, should we get this started for realsies? Yeah, we'll do our best. Welcome back, everyone, uh, to another round of exciting adventures. Before we get started, I have something I wanted to let you guys know. Since, uh, you know, these rules are basically made up and constantly in flux, I decided to switch getting a wound as a more serious penalty for magic, and you just get a level of fatigue for, like, the first backlash success because it was kind of brutal how many wounds you guys were getting. And I already switched it on your character sheets. Use Lania Kea's power to go back in time and switch them. <laughs> and if and for those of you that, that don't know the Savage Worlds rules, um, a level of fatigue you get rid of just by having a good night's rest, basically. But well, you're have, welcome, have everybody. We... Thanks. No, you haven't. You haven't had it yet. But, okay. you know, if you were, if you were to do such a thing, then you could lose a level of fatigue. We, we didn't yeah. catch like a 20 minute power nap. Between no, it's the... like a, that's not how it works. It's like a, you know, like a eight hours, yeah, eight ish hours, like actual rest, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So um, when we, when we start this game, we should be looking for an opportunity to rest. Is that the, uh... No, uh, we, no. As a recap, and I'll, I'll give yeah. a brief Are recap. You're going to do the recap, yeah. please go ahead. Well, mine's going to be much shittier compared to yours, but we were in the jungle. I was cataloging that there was no megafauna to fight when we were approached by locals who want to take us to their leader. That's like literally the last five minutes. Yeah, yeah that's the important part. <laughs> that is a good recap of the last five minutes. Um, but just to get a little bit more expansive of a recap, um, you guys have been charged with exploration of the portal network of nearby systems. You discovered a new portal to an undiscovered world. Um, when you attempted to go through it, you were accosted by a variety of creatures uh, that had been taken over by some sort of fungal infection. Uh, you were able to fight them off. Uh, Of course, Mercurio charged bravely into battle while Orion sat on the veranda and watched it all go down. Um, (laughs) With a nice Arnold Palmer in my hand. Nice, uh, yeah, or Shandy or whatever. Admiring Uh, the weather. At at any rate, uh, you guys were able to eventually make it to the portal where your red shirt, sorry, I mean traveling companion and a valuable party member, Kratlin, was able to open it and you passed through into a new world. Um, there you ended up in a jungle 
and you were approached by locals uh, in an airship that hailed you and said they needed to take you to their leader. Were we all in the ship when this happened? Yeah. Yeah, you guys were. This is like over the comms. We're we're right now investigating the fungus that like. Well, I think we're trying we to went understand through, the fungus. We basically went through the portal and then we're on the other side and yeah. this happened like, very, fairly also, quickly. Just for clarification. Yeah. I, I didn't go into the field. I was only on the veranda while Mercutio and others ventured out. Was I the only one who got injured? Uh, no, I mean, Chocolatees I... got grievously injured, oh, no. yeah. and I think Exo might have taken a, a spell injury as well. I don't remember. I, I think I got hurt beforehand for sure. Yeah, but I don't remember doing the fight. Well, we can take that to the tapes. I think you're. I think I updated your because I, I I had to switch things around for the fatigue change anyway. So I think you each have one wound and two levels of fatigue now. Hmm. How is Chocolatees doing? I didn't hear in the update. <clears throat> uh, Chocolatees has been stabilized by the uh, miraculous works of both Exo and the ships or the vehicle's auto doctor. Whew. The fans will be happy. <laughs> Man, that's true. So we both can... of them. <laughs> also, okay, so does anyone have any concerns that the fungus that we brought onto our ship in the old world? We're now reinfecting this world with. Possibly. But before we do that, can we just do our level ups? Yes. Uh, so you guys did level up since last time. You know, if you've gone out into the world and if you become real men and or women and or children. Uh, and so why don't we just go uh, in order alphabetically? Justin, what did you do when you leveled up? Uh. Anything cool? Oh, I don't know about that, but the, I've gotten more agile, um, limbering up after all this fighting, and I increased my, uh, what was it, my matter magic, the D8. Nice. What about you, Kelly? So, Orion, having come close to death in a battle with a gigantic <clears throat> cat, um, realizes um, the value of toughness um, that he's going to have to get a little tough in order to survive out here in this crazy world. So his vigor has been increased to a oh, D8. Nice, doing some cardio. But it also made him sort of contemplate life a bit. Um, so he has now taken on the Arcana or Arcanum of life. So he is now at a D4, the first level of life magic. And what about you, TJ? What's what's uh, Mercurio got going on? He was inspired by the gorilla's biceps, so he's stronger now. Boosted my strength. Got to hit that gym. That sounds like how it works. Well, I mean, yeah, he's, he's going to be working out off camera. I see. He was okay. inspired by the gorilla. Gotcha. So, yeah. In real life, people don't just become 10% stronger than the rest of the population. Anyway, then also all that death just really, you know, made his death magic stronger too. You ate the gorilla's brain and it gave you power. Actually, you know what I am also going to do, speaking of that? I'm down to eat the brain if you'll eat it with me. But I really want to uh, keep the skull and like adorn it onto our sand crawler somewhere. Like on the outside, you know, like. like so badass. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're, okay. you're going to start a collection. Yeah, definitely. We're going to have skulls like fucking hang off the ship. It's going to be terrifying. Are you going to are you going to hang its testicles off the rear of the ship? <laughs> yeah. Is that No, no, just a skull. Mercurio is not a witch doctor, but maybe in another campaign, Kelly. <laughs> uh, what about you, Travis? How's Lonnie Akea doing these days? Lonnie Kea has um, upped her agility from D8 to D10, thanks to being thrown off the um, veranda as it was being rammed by a giant beast. I mean, you guys are really dedicated to this. I'm going to develop my character <laughs> based on what happened to them in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I've always been that way, but... Also, that's how long the last episode's going to be, after we cut everything down. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, uh, I couldn't develop my time magic more, so I just chose space magic, because space-time is... That's basically one and the same. All right, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, you guys, uh, as we left off last time at the very end of the last episode, um, you are being approached by an airship, uh, and you hear over your comms, uh, Hello, we need you to speak with our leader. Um, can we do this over Zoom? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is, but uh, no, we've been instructed to take you there in person. Ooh. I mute our comms really quick. If I could, can I do that from my sensor station? Sure. Just so we can have internal. Um, XO, you know we potentially have a fungal STD that we could infect. Uh, out of character, like my, I had spells uh, preventing that from happening to us, right? I yes. thought, yeah. Yes, to yes. us and the old man. But, and, yeah. but we do have the, uh, the head of the gorilla and the cat. Right. So, True. like, I, yeah, does that mean that we could still infect somebody else? Like, it's still on our clothes or anything like that? I don't Ooh. know if you know enough about it at this point to, to know mm -hmm. one way or the other. Okay, well, anyway, we should maybe just be careful or whatever. I could try to cast a repel spell to get it away from us, maybe, if that might help. Also, um... I, oh, actually, you know what? I think that's what you did last time. So, yeah, I think there's probably none on your, your persons. But oh, okay. that's that won't necessarily be true for like the interior of the sand crawler. Isn't isn't the um, the room the dissection room or whatever we call it? Um, <laughs> isn't that sterilized? Like medically? The <laughs> if you want to uh, call that. I mean, it it can it has like sterilization corpse, corpse procedures, but it's not that's not like. I mean, if it's you not just, like a clean room. No, I mean, it's like a hospital room. Uh, so we, but, we just brought potential bacteria and stuff into our ship. Yes. We won't be infected, oh. but yeah, we have a dangerous thing on our ship. <laughs> Do we want to consider bringing it there on purpose to fungalize these people? My God. Why? Not yet. But maybe. Well, TJ said it was an STD, so as long as yeah, you're careful. A socially transmitted disease. Oh, socially, so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, mm. Is there a name? Do we have a ship name? Does that ship have a name? I don't think it does. Big Bessie. The Sandcrawler? Jabba's Delight. Sandy Bessie. Big Sandy? <laughs> Pecan, Pecan Sandy? We should table that. 
I feel like we could talk about that for 45 minutes. Yeah, so. yeah we'll, we'll table this for, for a session where we start on time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I want to I come back to the people and be like, uh, this is the captain of the Big Sandy. Um, my name is... Uh, uh, ex- what is my name? Exocerbati. <laughs> God, you've been caught in your own web of shit baggery. <laughs> Excess abilities. Um I'm willing to go with you. Can my crew remain behind? We have uh, injured aboard. Uh, do you... Um, th- there's silence for a moment. And uh, she, she calms back and she's like, uh, we've been instructed to bring anyone we find in the exclusion zone to... Uh, to our leader. Do you want us to go there in our ship? Uh, we would prefer it if you allowed us to transport you there. So our ship would be left behind? Hmm. Is that so? Ooh, could we, like, leave Kraytland behind, though? Well, because they don't know how many of us are in the ship, right? Yeah. Well, they probably have sensors, though. They sensed us. But we could try. Fuck it. Let's, let's bring a capsule of the fungus. I don't want to release a okay. plague on this world. <laughs> no, 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 but no, I know a, what it is, right? It's it, an unopened yeah. capsule. Also, it's not open yet. Orion doesn't feel strongly one way or the other. Just so you know. <laughs> if we bring a plague on the world, they shouldn't have asked us to come. They didn't ask us yeah. to come. Actually, wait. They're, they're kind of demanding that oh, we do. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Remembering what my character is supposed to be doing, no, let's just follow their orders. <laughs> All right, um, I want to come back to them and be like, the nature of their in- injuries makes them uh, a risk. Are you, what is the manner of transport? Are we going to be able to stay on our ship? Or uh, She already said that she wanted you to come in their ship. You can tell them that we like have a fungus that might take over their brains. I... I re- now, now that I think about it, I really think we should keep that in our back pocket. Okay. I think L- Lonnie Akea was onto something. No, no, no. It's not. That, I, my character didn't say that. Orion says, I know she was thinking it. I know she was thinking it. I think it's a great idea, too. I second what the little girl says. Bring the virus. <laughs> she's the only, can she's I, the only can one I, the street smarts around oh, here. Wait. Yeah, let's, let's just all go. We can bring it in a safe way. Is that okay with everybody? Do, why, right, would be okay. I don't think there's any reason we that have would, to bring it. None of us have it. What, are you talking about bringing the head of a gorilla or a, an, an, an unconscious <laughs> cat with us? Yeah. Or like a well, a sample from the gorilla head, yeah. I, I was thinking because if we show it to them, I guess we could just describe it. But I, I assume that it came from this world. And I assume because it came from this world that they would know what it is and how to combat it. So Orion like vaguely nods and then backs off towards the medical bay. Oh my god. Wherever the uh so it begins. <laughs> slips out to use the restroom adjacent to the Gorilla Head Medical Bay. Kelly starts furiously <laughs> typing a DM to Drew. Alright. I I tap Mercurio on the shoulder, I'm like, uh, with me. Uh, and I calm them back and like I you have uh, permission to come aboard. My associate and I will meet you to discuss this further. All right. I okay. have my guns. <laughs> what? <All right. laughs> what? You're declaring war on this fucking no, entire planet? You take your gun- you're, this is a first encounter. Of course you're going to have guns. 
Um, okay, so you you planning on just like meeting them out in the veranda module, or? Yeah, I mean this is risky, but like I feel like they're just following orders, and I don't know. I gotta yeah. talk to them. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they agree to to send someone down to talk to you. They land their airship, and you see someone like walk over. Yeah. Just by themselves. Uh, two two of them. Can you okay. describe them to me? How tall? How much? Uh, so they they're um, human sized. Um, they're they're wearing like light uh, power armor, so that you can't actually Ooh. see their faces as they approach. Okay, I uh, I have a little notebook I jot down. Power armor. <laughs> <laughs> human size. Awesome. Potentially fragile on the inside. <laughs> Sweet cream. <laughs> Setting possibly. <laughs> Black coffee only. Get out of my thoughts. <laughs> Cash money. Um, okay, so you you meet them out on the veranda, and uh, they they sort of you know peel back their their helmets at some kind of fancy polymer, but they show you their faces and they're human. Uh, and one of them says to you, uh, "Thank you for." Uh, cooperating with us. Let me be honest with you. Our our orders here are a bit vague. We've been told that if anyone shows up in this exclusion zone, we should treat them politely and assume they're quite dangerous. But my <laughs> troops and I, we don't we don't understand. So we are doing our best to treat you politely. Would you please come with us? <laughs> Mercurio gives the wolfiest grin. Is that an adjective I can use? <laughs> well, I did. Yes. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I looked to XO indicating that I'm down to go, but leading, waiting for his lead. I'm Captain XO Servites. You may call me XO. Um, there is a dangerous contaminant on board. You are right to be careful. Beyond this portal lies something we haven't quite uh, figured out yet, and we have some, um, some of it on board. It's very dangerous. I would ask that you let us go, just the two of us, to discuss this further with whomever you, we need to. Um, okay, she... Uh, she calms someone, um, and then the other person standing next to her pulls out some kind of uh, like scanner, and they exchange a few words under their breath um, that you can't hear. Uh, Unless you, they have been speaking American. Yeah, you can, you've, I mean, it's not that it's not that like they're speaking a different language. It's just kind of inaudible because um, they're they're not like you know you guys are kind of shouting from the veranda. They're like at your your doorstep, metaphorically, um, and uh, she says, "Do you mind if? I mean, we have some uh, medical and." technological capabilities as you can see would you mind if we we scanned this are your suits um can they filter out uh, the finest of particles uh yes they are they are rated for chemical and biological warfare <laughs> all right you have my permission to do so okay um so they they come on board if that's if you're if you're letting them do that I think I'm all right with it. Okay, and then did you want to just like let them wander around, or did you want to show them like the specimen, or? Uh, I mean, 
I'm so nervous about showing it to them, but uh, yeah, I guess I guess I'll lead them to uh, maybe the sleeping cat. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. I'm gonna follow behind them like pretty closely and as intimidatingly as I can. <laughs> and on the way, I try to describe to them like what it did to the the people in the town. Uh, okay, she 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 says like this does not sound familiar to me, but I am not an expert at such things. Her companion with the scanner, um, I, I guess, is... Go- Where did you say you're going? You're going to the cat? Yeah, this the cat's infected. It was, uh, you know, all the things that we saw. Okay. Um, she... So so they scan it. Um, this, the scanner, they decide to, like... Nothing, nothing comes up initially. Um... So she says, this is sedated, is dangerous as a, as an animal? Uh, when it's awake, yes. And as a, uh, as an infected, it's dangerous at all times. Uh, she gestures over to, to the second soldier, um, and the, the device, he like sort of unfolds a, a little needle from it, um, and he pricks the, the, the cat thing with it which I don't actually remember exactly what you guys did to it last time but I think it's like asleep is that accurate I, I believe like so that sounds familiar I think uh, <laughs> Cash might have put it to sleep I believe Isn't so it magically asleep I thought that Orion put it to sleep but not in like a metaphorical way <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we'll just you know We'll we'll retcon it if it's wildly inconsistent but <laughs> it's probably fine at any rate they draw this blood sample, and then they spend a little bit more time looking at the scanner. And then uh, she says to you, "This is this is strange. This is bioweapon. Uh, it's it's ancient. It's it's in our logs, but I am not seeing any recorded uses of it." It was definitely manufactured. Um. That again, I am I'm not an expert at these things. I can only tell you what the scanner tells me. Um, but it is an ancient bioweapon called Corpse Flower. Uh, hmm. I do not know how uh, how you came up how how this came about. I don't really recognize anything about this. This is very strange, but perhaps this is why uh, Leader Arcus wanted you to come see him. Would you be alright with us leaving uh, some crew aboard to take care and keep this uh, contained? Given circumstances, I think perhaps that is alright. Alright, I I radio the rest of the crew and say uh, some of us are going to meet their leader. Does anyone want to come along? I would ask that uh, uh, Kratlin stay. I'm definitely going. Oh, I'm <laughs> a little bit disappointed. I just finished washing and prepping my nice red shirt, but I suppose I can stay here for now. <laughs> Keep that red shirt on. Maybe there's megafauna out here I wasn't able to find. You're most familiar with the, the ship. I think it would be good for you to take care of Chocolatees. The Chocolatees ain't coming. Is he well? Is she well enough to come? I mean, she's, 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 it's, it's rough, right? Like, I don't, I think her wounds were healed, but she's still kind of recuperating. So, I mean, it might make sense to, 
to leave her here to yeah I think so can you give her like a baby monitor so you can chat with her as we go we have comms right yeah <laughs> give her a comm yeah yeah there's comms Curio shakes his head a little bit hey Drew <laughs> um, yeah. out of character I guess or off screen um, can Orion take a sample of the stuff with him uh, yeah I mean how are you gonna do it I don't know blood extraction like put vial it in a blood? vial or something yeah wherever uh, Mercurio kept the head of the gorilla it was probably separate from the cat you could probably go to it secretly yeah something like that yeah you can do that well let's do it but shh, don't tell anyone. But n- yeah, none of us know. <laughs> are you are you planning on going? Yeah. So after doing so, Orion volunteers to come along. We're not splitting the party. Yeah, you gotta come with us. I'm coming then yeah. as well. I'm not splitting the party. <laughs> Sorry, Braitlin, we're splitting the party. That's okay. I uh, my understanding <laughs> is that splitting the party is the pinnacle of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got my pistol, my sword. Yeah, are they allowing us to just uh, brandish our weapons or? Yeah, because uh, again, they've been basically instructed that you're to be treated very courteously. Hmm. They seem to kind of be handling you with a light touch. You're not you're not totally sure why. What was their phrase? Treat them politely, but assume they're dangerous. Politely, but if as if you're very dangerous. Yeah, I don't remember the exact phrase she used, but. Did they give their names when we gave ours? Uh, she, she, she probably introduced herself as, as Captain Fala. What about her companion? Um, I'm sure he has a name too. He's just some guy? Okay. <laughs> Private soldier <laughs> number 84. Oh man, I really wanted to make like a COVID-492 joke. But it's corpse flower. Also, we need to say, this needs to be timeless. We can't just fall for the easy COVID and Zoom right. jokes as badly as we want to. <laughs> no, it's a timepiece, man. So you guys walk out up uh, into, or I mean, so so this this thing's sort of like almost like a troop transport. Um, it doesn't. You don't see any like external weaponry on it, but um, there are a few more people in in uh, sort of light combat armor on board um, and, and they all have either sidearms or weapons strapped to their back um, so you get the you know this is this is clearly like some sort of military type of um, operation that's happening right now do their weapons look better than ours or yeah I want to like pull mine out and try to like compare <laughs> You know, like joking with one of the soldiers, like, "Hey, man, how big's you're yours?" You're gonna whip. You're gonna whip yours out and just measure it, or I guess just give me a common knowledge roll with minus two, since this is like essentially alien technology as far as your society is concerned. Can I? So, with am I doing that too? Yeah, I want to joke around with this guy. Like... Yeah, I got, a, I got a three. Yeah, so you got a. Yeah, I got a three too. I didn't. Both got threes. So yeah, yeah you can't really. T- it, I mean, it's hard to compare, right? Because yeah. it's yeah. not like you can look at the model and be well, like, oh, I know what this bigger does. bigger than mine. Um, I think I you realize don't... it's it's more in how you use it. Than... Well, I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly what you have. I, didn't you just have a sword? I don't even remember. I have a sword. <laughs> I have a sword and a medium gauze pistol. 
Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, there's a couple of them. The ones that are like wearing them on their backs are definitely bigger than yours. Yeah, because yeah, yours is yours is like a sidearm. Yeah. Good news, guys. These they haven't progressed past the sword age. <laughs> is is their transport like rock wheels and like Flintstone style? <laughs> no, it's an airship. Uh, oh, so we're pushing with our feet, like a pterodactyl. That's... Yeah, on top, it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not. No, it's it's clearly got some sort of advanced drive, but it does flap its wings like a pterodactyl. God damn it! <laughs> but that's just that that's not like mechanical. You can tell that's just sort of like artifice. That's like a that's like a uh, cultural. Was, yeah, like a cultural thing or like a just for looks. We have flags. They have wings. Yeah, I'd like to ask uh, Captain Fala. Are are you, are you in stationed in dangerous territory? You guys seemed uh, pretty well prepared. Uh, like I said, our our orders have been vague but somewhat alarming, and we've we've prepared uh, in that context. Uh, about a month ago or so, I was told to patrol this general region, and. Uh, Look for anything that stood out, basically. Now, this person's really bad at protecting their nation if they're just telling us everything. I, it might be a cultural thing, because she seems mm. to be both... It's both, like, a dire situation, but also, like, eh, not so bad. Like, you're dangerous, <laughs> but also we'll treat you politely. Like, Yeah, I mean, so you, can, you can tell she's kind of trying to do this, like, delicate dance right where like for whatever reason either because it's cultural or because she's afraid of you she doesn't want you to be upset but mm. there's also like she also has like orders that she's supposed to carry out mm. time to start throwing your weight around everybody can you remind me the town that was like infected with the fungus on the other side of the portal how advanced that town was like technologically not very i mean that that whole world there was like remnants of of what looked like past civilizations that might have been advanced but the people that lived there in the present day are sort of subsistence farmers um trappers that kind of thing what was the name of the person that we met in the previous world on the side of the road um i so you just go back in the recaptain's log. Where is this it, captain's log? I have it written down. I've linked like, it several times. Her name was Galwin. Oh yes, Galwin, a trapper. We still have that shopkeep on board. I, I guess I must have told Kraitlin to keep him inside. I, that's that's yeah, true. That was yeah. my assumption. That we did split did. the party then. Yes. The shop. The shopkeep is not with us. Here's your, your fifth member and arguably your most important one. <laughs> oh, the general yeah. store manager. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this isn't great, but you know, I'm not that nervous. They seem pretty professional. Yeah, they're not that. Whatever. I mean, oh, the other thing I want to do is, can I just like look at their eyes and see how hard are they? Because mm -hmm. like, they're human, so. I assume that, like, biologically, if they've seen some combat, they'll go through all the regular PTSD and that kind of shit, so... Do they look dead on the inside, like they've seen um, some shit? Um... Why don't you... <laughs> I, I guess give me a notice roll? I mean, you do know that the okay. portal hasn't been used in the last decade or so. We fight each other. Oh, I will terribly... Okay, yeah, you don't know. You can't... You, you, th you assume they've seen some shit, but that's cause, just because you... 
<laughs> That's what you assume about people, I guess. Oh man, I'm so dumb. You you get on on board their their ship and you start traveling over a uh, jungle and like I mentioned before, I don't know if I mentioned it this time or just last time, there are these sort of like scars you can see in the distance where like nothing seems to be growing. But like for the most part, it's sort of a, a tropical climate. I definitely um, want to ask Captain Fala about those. Yeah, and you're and you're flying towards like a, a city you can see in the distance, and uh, it's not. She says it's not nestled in a scar or anything like that. Yes, I don't. They've they've been there for uh, quite a long time. Uh, I I've been. Our, our history books say that they are relics from a past war, but to be honest, I don't. We have no weapons that could have created such a phenomenon as this, uh, as far as I know. So, they are somewhat of a mystery. You've never seen these these scars before in the distance. Where where do you hail from? Is this um, like uh, in terms of the uh, consortium? Am I cool to like talk about where I came from? Uh, yeah. I mean, you're, there's no like, there's no prohibition uh, on it. You you don't I mean you don't know whether they are aware of the consortium or not because this is like a world that no one in your civilization has visited for a long long time as far as you know. Okay, well I mean I'll be kind of vague but enough to. I come from uh, beyond the portal, uh, a uh, civilization of vestinage, where a civilization of healers. I'm I, I'm sorry I didn't call, the beyond the portal is that. Uh... You come is... from another world. Shut up, everybody! Shut up. <laughs> okay. okay. You said okay. too much. Look, I, I can see you guys are are having a good time with me. It's it's okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not here to gather intelligence. Simply to transport you to Arcus. So she's not familiar with portals. Is there no pro- protocol for discussing portals with uh, worlds that are unfamiliar? Well, let me put it this way: um, both the the consortium and like the worlds you might encounter are sort of diverse enough and spread out enough that it probably wouldn't make sense to have like a specific protocol. Although, if this whole adventure turns into a total shit show, they might change that policy. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how much damage we do. We we can hope to change that policy. <laughs> We gotta leave our mark. I mean, there's no magic on this side. They didn't open the portal, so... You know what I mean? We could say whatever and just leave, and they can't exactly get to us. No, they can shoot us. They can use their swords and their wings. (laughs) Oh, shit. We can take them. I mean, I admire a fellow soldier, so I'll tell her as plainly as I can without being too long-winded. I mean, they know she thinks I'm messing with her, but... I don't live on this planet, Captain Fala. How how is this? I don't I don't understand this. You're saying there are other worlds out there? There are Ooh. far beyond the stars, and there's only there's only a couple ways we know how to travel between them, and it's very difficult. We came here to escape uh, some beasts that were infected with this this fungus. She takes that in. And uh, you're not sure whether she believes you or not, but she doesn't have a follow-up to that. She's just kind of speechless, I guess. Hey, Drew. Yeah? 
Can I do a notice roll to see if there's any sort of romantic tension between her and Isaac? <laughs> uh, sure. What do I uh, just click on? How do I do just the roll? Click on notice. Let's see. What do the die on the left side. Boom, with a D8. Okay, so you got uh, a six. So uh, I don't know, Exo, is there romantic tension between you and, and the captain? Oh, well, uh, I, I mean, there could be something, but, you know, I'm uh, I'm cautious. We're from different worlds. Uh-huh. I'm, not really, I'm not really one to just, like, hook up with people randomly on different planets. Mm-hmm. You are from a whole new world. That's but, true. Uh, I don't know. She's a unbelievable person. Indescribable feelings. If if she res- responds to me, I might uh, I might respond in kind. <laughs> I see. <laughs> well then, glad uh, glad we've got that plot thread, which I totally planned for and and developed this character a lot. <laughs> We're just talking, whatever. Yeah. If it's nothing, yeah, it's yeah. nothing. Maybe a glass of wine. <laughs> no matter what, oh. Orion's eyebrows are way up now. <laughs> Yeah, so you know that this uh, this sort of you know, uh, let's say, cautious but but friendly chatter is going on for maybe a couple hours, um, and then why doesn't everyone give me a notice roll? Yeah, really bad. I'm just totally head over heels. <laughs> also, I, I guess I'm distracted and I'm wounded and fatigued. Oh, you should get rid of your distracted, actually, Justin. Uh, you don't have that anymore. Okay, so actually, I did succeed. So I'm just, I'm kind of into it. Wait, I mean, you oh, wait, got no, above I a zero. I don't think you succeeded. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, <laughs> now I am head over heels. You, I mean, you got a success in the sense that it wasn't a negative number. <laughs> yeah, so I am um, falling a little bit. <laughs> Okay, so um, Orion and Lani Ikea, um, you both notice in the distance a sort of uh, a pinpoint that like starts getting larger and at first you think it might be like a bird, um, but you realize it's another another craft of some sort, another another aircraft. Does its wings look like our wings? Oh wait, I didn't notice it. Measuring guns. <laughs> so at a, about the same time that you guys are able to tell that it, uh, its wings don't look like uh, your wings, um, <laughs> one of the, someone who's operating one of the consoles in the airship um, shouts a warning and they're like, Noric troops approaching, what do we do, Captain? Uh, and the captain says, uh, at this distance, I don't, I don't think we can outrun them. <gasps> a fight? Mercurio gets excited. Strange how excited you are about that, but yes, I, can- it's slim odds, but I believe our only option is to fight. I'm, I'm sorry that I've, I've dragged you strangers into our war. No, you're fortunate to have us on board. Great smiles upon you. She says to the pilot, "We have to. We have to go down. We can't fire the anti-ship battery without a stable platform." Um, and he starts landing the ship. What do we need to know about this enemy? <sighs> they're. Let me put it this way: they're they're ferocious. They give no quarter. Um, it's kill or be killed. <laughs> I high five Mercurio. Oh man, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> Does Orion? I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know. We didn't talk about necessarily what we took from the ship. I'm assuming I have alcohol on me. 
Uh, if you if that's the sort of thing you would carry with you, sure. <laughs> Don't mix up your vials. <laughs> I select <laughs> one of my hopefully vials, that was a blood hopefully orange. alcohol, <laughs> uh, um, and take a swig. A sly smile creeps across my face. Hopefully it was a blood orange margarita and not a <laughs> gorilla blood with spores. Hopefully it was not poison. Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> Corpse flower. Corpse flower sunrise, yes. I call it. <laughs> nice. Lovely. At this point, I just want to impress Captain Fala. Oh, so there is romantic tensions. You can hear Chocolatees is a little bit jealous. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's developed over the last hour of boring discourse. Yeah. <laughs> It's a very rich role-playing experience. Well, no, they're just boring to Mercurio because he's not in romance, he's in a combat. Because there's no sword measuring involved. Maybe if she whipped out a sword, then he'd be interested. Hmm. <laughs> I would have Still time. Uh, do we land? We land to the ship? Well, yeah, but now we're going to go fight with these uh, dudes. Yeah, the ship is landing. I'm just setting up the encounter because, you know, these, these things take a moment. But How is the landing? Oh, okay. Fine. I mean, it wasn't like it was, yeah. you know, rushed, but not like dangerous. You don't want to roll for it? Uh, no, the, the pilot's very experienced and he settled on flat terrain at a reasonable speed. Man, nuts. At some point, I need to get some combat kilt. You say combat kilt? Yeah. yeah. Captain Exo, should we just like sort of... Yeah. Maybe rupture space-time continuum to just like utterly destroy these other people um, to impress the people who are uh, capturing, in quotation marks, us. I mean, backlash is still dangerous, though. Yeah, but I mean, they don't know about that. Isn't it less dangerous now? Don't we just get fatigued? <laughs> Good point. It's Doesn't... more dangerous when there's when there's muggles around, though. Yeah, it's more about the muggles being there. Do we know that they're muggly? Yeah. I mean, you haven't seen anything to indicate otherwise. I guess you don't know. Can we explain it off as science, though? And just we're like, we're fucking so more. <laughs> we're fucking so more. Advanced. So much more technologically have... advanced than you. You can try. Magic. You don't have to understand it, but I just have a weapon that does this you could try hmm. <laughs> we don't use wings people we got real systems yeah, the, wing, the wings are cosmetic <laughs> no but it's just like a it's the we first racial taste, slur of the, of the new world muggle no wing users no um <laughs> Also, how do we know we even want to uh, side with these people? Because Captain Paul is hot. I know, I do. <laughs> we don't, just so we know, we don't know if that's true, because nobody did a donut's roll, because I wasn't sure if that would be perceived as sexist or <laughs> I not. Mean, hotness is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, that's how that's it is. I mean, you, you, they're wearing power armor, so... That's like, for Mercurio, that's like them wearing lingerie. I mean, at this point... You could do like a vote of no confidence and just do whatever you want because the captain is like trying to impress this other captain. No, 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 I'm behind you. Even at best, it's a wash. There's only four of us. And if there's a tie, you win the tiebreaker. Are they wearing the armor or are they like wearing that armor? Yes. Like is it? <laughs> they, clearly, they clearly know how to move in that armor, if you know what I'm saying. Nice. 
Oh, yeah. Mercurio should be into dance. That's a future development. <laughs> Next time on. <laughs> All right, so we're landed. Like, is there um, an air? Like, can we get on top of the ship to like start shooting or? Uh, that's where they'll look for us first. Yeah, you can you can get on on top of the ship. Um, they're the the soldiers are sort of setting up some kind of like artillery gun on a tripod. Mm. Um, it seems like from from context, you're kind of figuring that this the ship they're on doesn't actually have like ship to ship weapons, because mm-hmm. um, otherwise they probably would have used those. We picked the wrong side in this one. Do we have the impression that the other ship has ship-to-ship weapons? Or uh, they haven't fired any yet, but they are getting uh, quite close now. All right, Mercurio's just going to chill is and watch. Is this ship to ship or ship to ground? This is ground to air. Yeah, the, the thing they're setting up looks like a ground-to-ship weapon. Like a, some kind of like sand battery or something like that. Yeah, and we're on the ground, okay. Just yeah. was making sure, okay. Yeah. How long before it's in grappling hook range? Depends on how fast you can run. Um, <laughs> it, you know, it'll it'll be there soon enough. <laughs> okay, I, I ready my grappling hook. I guess we we could also um, just as they're firing their ground to air battery, we could just use magic and. <laughs> All right, we have magic uh, under the guise of under the guise of their yeah like uh, weaponry. Modify we their weapon. Use uh, our magic and uh, destroy uh, everything. I don't know what the hell Travis is saying, but if we use our magic and pretend that it's the weapons, <laughs> that might I think work. That's oh, what yeah, he was that's, saying. That's a good idea, actually. I wasn't thinking about that, but I think. Uh, wait, we're, <laughs> wait, what we, were you saying? Yeah, me, you guys said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what Travis. Yes, that is exactly what I said. I was just going along with it. Oh, okay. You said yeah. so deadpan. It was a poorly executed bit. I liked it. I no. liked it. I liked it, Kelly. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I'm just gonna say you guys have the opportunity to like position yourselves wherever you want to be positioned while they're setting up. Yeah, I want to be on top of the ship, like to have the best vantage point of both their weapons. Okay, and, the and then the, I'm just gonna have them take one shot uh, before we do initiative, just because it'll pretty dramatically change how the fight plays out depending on what happens. Okay. <laughs> oh, one shot done. There is no fight. Wait, Drew, can I can I be over by the by the woods? Is there is there like a tree cover? Uh, no, I mean they had to land the ship, so they tried to pick a fairly open area. God damn it! Okay, never mind yeah. then. There, I mean there there's there's tree cover. Like if you wanted to like make a dash for it, you could probably get behind it, like with your next turn's movement, if that makes sense. I guess could I could I position myself halfway between the ship and tree cover? So it's like if I decide I want to make a break for yeah, it. Yeah, you want to like move towards the tree cover, basically. Okay. Yeah. Don't hedge anything. I want to hedge my bets. Fucking choose a side. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if hedging is the... <laughs> and Mer- Mercurio, you have guns, right? We have a single pistol. It is a gauze rifle pistol, though, so I feel like it has a good amount of momentum or inertia or whatever the right physics term is. I want to like approach them because I only have short range weapons unless I throw something, but I also have this giant shield that we could both kind of hide behind as we approach. Oh, we're not walking. They're flying towards us. Oh, I thought we landed. 
We did. You they... guys landed. There, this other ship is still in the sky. Oh, okay. But that might be about to change. Okay. That's true. Okay. Yeah. What is uh, the group that's guiding us or um, whatever? Do they have a name? Like they're people? Uh, I mean, they're they're citizens of, of Arcus City. Okay, so there's like the Arkans and then the Noriks? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so they're going to hit barely with their surface-to-air missile thing. It was a missile? Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to say it was a missile. A winged missile? Oh, yeah. It's got... I mean, the wings are very subtle on a missile because you don't want to, like, start getting into, like, weird flow paradigms, but you can, yeah. you can tell. You can tell they spent some time on those fins. For the listeners, they rolled a four. <laughs> Barely. So this is the Arkans you said shooting yes. at the Ooh, uh, yeah. Okay, so they get a good enough damage roll that... Um, this enemy ship takes a pretty direct hit. I don't know. Did one of you guys want to try like casting a spell while this happens? I wasn't sure if I did it because I want to assess okay. their strength before I modify anything. I see. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Mm, I'm not going to hold back. <laughs> so what are you going to do? <laughs> I want to do some space magic. Maybe like some sort of like miniature black hole or like some like crushing technique. I don't know if that I don't know if that's capable with a D8. So you can do like crushing technique, but it, because it's a very like it because right now all you can like perceive and, and target is the ship that was just quite large. Um, you'll be risking a fair amount of backlash regardless. That's fine. I mean, like crushing a wing or anything, that's fine. Wait, wait, Travis. Could, could he, he crush <laughs> like a steering column yeah, or whatever? Yeah, you could try and like crush something like important in like the engine or something yeah, like I mean, that. If I... Like one of their one of their ramjets or yeah, something? Yeah, that sounds good. I'll crush that if I have that capability okay. to crush something that specific. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, for so for inanimate things, like if you can see it and it's like it's something you could like think of as a distinct thing then mm. yeah you can just choose to be like i'm gonna crush that ramjet as opposed to i'm gonna try and crush the whole ship okay yeah i want to crush the ramjet then okay um so let's see give me just a second because i realized i d didn't think about mechanically how this is gonna work um <laughs> for fine. you fool fooling them and crushing the ramjet <laughs> um I, don't, I could try something. Uh, I could try casting this Crucible Power um, from Matter to increase the damage of their missile. Maybe that would cover why the other thing gets damaged too. Wait, but wait, they wouldn't understand why they did extra damage with it. I guess yeah, they I mean, you, could, you could do that. We could say that you did that, and, but I mean, yeah, that wouldn't like help help them believe more what Travis is doing because they wouldn't know about magic in the first place, I okay. guess. Yeah, I'm not going to do it then. I'll save it okay. for maybe Merck's okay. Um Alright, so I guess um, what's the appropriate skill here? There's no, like, deception in this game. Um, I guess give me performance with a plus two oh. on Ikea. Oh no. Plus two. Plus two. It's pretty, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I guess I need to level up. I guess I need to level up some performance because it's unskilled right now. That's fine. 
Was that a critical failure? That's no. two ones. Oh no, you have wound yeah. penalties or something. Do I? It's unskilled penalties. Oh. Unskilled penalties. Oh, that's the unskilled. So it's penalty. actually okay. a three and a three. It's a three and a three. You mm. could Benny it if you want. Yeah, let's Benny it. Um, is, is there any way could I support her by being like, it looks like their wing is already damaged? Um, I'm gonna say that the timeline for this is a little too fast (laughs) also that would be such a funny lie because they would know that the wings actually don't impact the flying ability (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay. so your wild die is a 2 plus 2 is a 4 so that's a big old success is Um, okay yeah yeah. that is true okay yeah yeah so you can you can cast your spell uh and it won't so i guess first of all cast it and let's see if it succeeds or not this is a because if it if, space or yeah space okay as i assume you're trying to crush their their wing yes thing or yes, the ramjet yes. thing so i got okay. a five okay um so i'm gonna say the the ramjet is probably just large enough that you're gonna take one extra size of backlash from that and then one just from the fact that you're doing it from range mm-hmm. um okay so i'm gonna roll a d6 okay uh nothing happens you're uh, left unscathed despite your show of hubris <laughs> you rolled a two. <laughs> and I'm not gonna bother rolling damage on it because you're basically targeting like a very like uh, sort of sensitive precision piece of equipment, and I think any amount of like warping its shape is gonna be enough to fuck it up. Hmm. Is that is, I? I'm not an aeronautics engineer. That was that crazy. <laughs> that seems entirely plausible. Okay. So yeah, they're. Uh, their um uh their missile hits the ship and at the same time you like warp uh the sort of fabric of space around that ramjet uh and it crumples and their ship like crashes to the ground it was i mean it was getting lower to the ground as it uh like approached you so it's not like it it's just uh, you know annihilated Mm. um but it, it comes in a very, very hard landing. You're assuming there's probably significant casualties on board. Mm. How much damage, like the missile looked like it was just a normal kind of damage. It's nothing impressive to us, right? I mean, it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like an anti-neutron missile or something. Yeah. It just looked like regular missile technology as far as you could tell. Yeah. Lonnie so that- Kea looks surprised, like she's never seen this happen before. <laughs> wow. Also, I like that this, like, people didn't even question that you're, like, a child. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's something That's something for me to think about narratively as the GM more. <laughs> it's like, but, uh, maybe it's a, a Benjamin Button race. <laughs> yeah, they don't even know of Assume she's, like, the oldest and wisest. There's a couple other that's, kids on board. I am, I am half-elf, so I do look a little bit weird. And they may not know about elves. Yeah, I, I don't know if that species exists on this planet. Possibly true. They just blew our cover. We'll worry about that later. Yeah, don't worry about it. We destroyed that ship. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, this is Drew. Thanks for listening to Atlas Stellarum. If you enjoyed this rich role-playing experience, you can get more episodes from our website at rrpxp.com or by subscribing to us wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.